So here are some things. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Some Things podcast. I am Dylan, and I am joined with me once again is the child who is clearly not the favorite of the family. It's me, Luke. <laughs> what was that voice you did at the beginning of this episode, dude? I was. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Here are some things. Oh my gosh, man, that was just. I, I don't even know where to begin with that thing. Uh, you don't like that voice? I, well, again, I like you. I like your voice. It was just. It caught me off guard. I, I didn't know you could flex that much with your throat muscles. I wouldn't call it flexing. <laughs> Teenagers can do this all the time. Well, yeah, that's when they're going through puberty, but I thought you were past this. I got past it, but I learned some things from it. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah? Like what? Like this. <laughs> that's about it. Oh, okay. Just that. So you came away with the superpower, pretty much. Of course. Yeah. Because like, you're, you're blessed. You're blessed in that regard. I mean, you're good at sports. You're good at flexing your voice, throat, and uh, muscles there, and... Yeah, you know, you look pretty, pretty I'm the luckiest man alive, and I'll Luck- tell you why. Okay. Because I was born here in America, in California, during this time. Boom. You can wipe out like 8 billion people. Mm. I got this lucky. Um, I was born into a good family, and to put myself above the rest of my family, <laughs> I can do this. And yet you're still not the favorite, which is sad, but hey, you know, anyway. I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced. I mean, I married your sister. She's pretty... All right. Uh, so <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, how, so once again, Luke, we'll kick it off as usual. How was your week this week? My week has been pretty good. This was my last week of summer vacation. Yay. So now, I'm not, going. Not yay. Yay? Nay? No. I not, mean, it was yay, but now it's over. Okay. I go yes. to school tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Monday. I don't like school. I know. But uh, other than that, it's been good. We went to a. A camp out with our church, the men's retreat. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was fun, except for one thing. What's that? I broke a bracket off of my tooth, my ah, braces. Oh, jeez. So it's just like twirling around in there, hanging on the wire, and it keeps poking my lips mm. where they're not used to being poked. Gosh, so, and, and yeah, and you can't really use wax to try to even cover that one up because it's just hanging at an awkward angle. I huh? could probably try. I might try tonight, but that on top of slightly chapped lips, it's just, oh, ugh, ugh, I'm dying, and now I got to go to school tomorrow. Just tasting blood everywhere. So the week was good. What's right. ahead is not going to be fun. Yeah, I, I can imagine, but I won't because I don't have to because I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I wish I had, honestly, I wish I had some kind of direction where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do with my life, but for now, I'm just kind of, you know, making my way through jobs. Your direction is forward. My direction is go and shoot everything in your way. <laughs> <laughs> Seems reckless. Yeah, just a, just a little bit, you know, like, like God's love, because that's what God's love is. It's reckless. <laughs> We'll be saying a lot of that this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, let's see. My week, on the other hand. Oh, you know what? G- folks, I apologize so much. We forgot to introduce John. Hey, J- oh. He's got the peanut butter again. Yep. he's Once again, he decided to ditch out on the podcast and go eat a jar of peanut butter to himself. So, you know, it's... Folks, we, we know that there can be some developing addictions, and sometimes it doesn't always show, but... Let me tell you right now, it shows. John's definitely eating a jar of peanut butter right now by himself, because that's all he ever does when he's away from this podcast. Yeah, guys, we need to make sure we can convince John to stop this, so do us a favor. Go on our Facebook or Instagram page and just put on there praying for John. 
yeah, thoughts and prayers appreciated. Again, he needs to get off this peanut butter addiction. So yeah, let um, us know and let him know, most importantly, that you're praying for him. Uh, so like I said, post it on that Instagram page, that Facebook page. Let him know you love him and care about him. Yeah, he's because I mean it went from it went from creamy and smooth peanut butter to chunky with like the little bits of peanut in there, and then now he's just flat out chewing nuts himself to like try to like make it like as he's chewing it, making it in his mouth like the creamy peanut butter. It's just honestly, he's not even in the room right now. No, he's because not. It was too loud. We kicked him out. So yeah. his addiction got the better of him. We said, hey, no, you can't have this addiction and be on the podcast at the same time. It's just, we'll we'll see if he joins us this week, but as of right now, we can't let him in the room. Yeah, just just all up in prayers. So pray for John. Pray for John, guys. Uh, let's see. Oh, so my week. Um, you know, I, there's a couple things I'll probably discuss later on in the podcast as far as entertainment goes. Yeah, look forward to that. Entertainment. Uh, entertainment, yeah. We do that? I, well, you know, I try to entertain people. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. <laughs> I figured that's why I made this podcast. I just be me and people laugh at me. Well, Luke, it's because they want to laugh with you. You're, you're adorable and you're funny. Some people say, no, I'm laughing at you. Well, that's me occasionally, but yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's because it's we love you. Yeah, oh, man, my week. It was definitely a little bit of a drag. Like, I don't know what the heck happened. Like, work, work was fine enough, um, you know, going through and everything. Um, I don't know if it was just things after work or just getting getting through the workout routines that I had daily. Just, I don't know, something was just kind of slow and whatever. I don't know, monotonous. I think I think it's just everything's kind of blurring together at one point. But um, So you're feeling, like, wiped out. Yeah, I was definitely wiped out. I was, oh, man, uh, once again, we're recording the podcast on Sunday, and so I was... Friday night, I was looking forward to the weekend um, and just, again, being able to relax, not really have to worry about too much, you know, again, being at work or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was just, I, like I said, it wasn't bad. I, I was happy because they actually, um, at the job I have, like I said, I work in a warehouse. And, yeah. you know, usually they have me hanging up clothes, but I was actually able to go back onto, like, more physical labor, which is always my thing. I love moving around and working with my hands and stuff. Um, not that I was necessarily fixing things. I was just moving giant boxes. I'm like, hur, I'm a man. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was getting my flex on. Well, you look manly. Oh, thank you, baby. And you don't even have a box in your hand right now. I don't have a box in my hand or a chesticle hammock. I don't have nothing in my oh hand my right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the chesticle hammocks again. Ah, they're back. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, one one highlight of my week I was really excited about. Um, I kept seeing uh, announcements and uh, th- ads on my Facebook page um, for this event, but I'm I actually bought tickets to go to the uh, Halo uh, convention in uh, Anaheim this weekend. The Halo convention? Yes, the... Oh, oh wait, I can't get copyright infringement here. I don't want to get sued. But, <laughs> but It's yes. okay. Nobody recognized it. Yeah. God, I thought I was doing good. I, I like that song. Again, I love the Halo game franchise, so I'm super excited and stoked to go. And again, it's from... I, I, I'm only going one day out of the three, um, but again, I figured I wouldn't be able to get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off from work. Um, I mean, the weekends are one thing, but having the third-day weekend when we're already having Labor Day the following Monday, it would have been Oh, cool. so you're going next weekend. Yeah, so this, upco- oh. this upcoming Sunday, September 1st, is when I'll be going to the Halo convention and the Anaheim Convention Center. Wow. So, yeah, and from what... Like, there's a lot of stuff to do there, too. It's like, from what I've seen, they, they're going to have, like, a almost like a v- VR uh, laser tag thing where it's like you actually look like you're a Spartan in, in, in like a field like uh, going through combat and stuff. So that should be fun. It's like teams of three on three. Um, and they also have like life-size mannequins of the actual size comparisons to like say elites or grunts or whatever else, other creatures that you would encounter in the game. And so oh. there's like all kinds of things. I'm really, again, looking forward to it. Can't say how much, how stoked I am. I know it didn't sound that way, but I'm, ooh, I'm excited for you it. You should like, make a vlog. You know, 
maybe you know i was thinking about that uh this weekend when we went to a uh, minor league baseball game i was going to do some stuff like that but I, you know what this convention center could be something to kick that off and i'll just kind of give like video updates and stuff and talk to people and say like hey i'm checking in hey. but I'm, I'm in an awesome place and you're not so enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. what instagram is for definitely yeah look you at wanna... how good my life is i'm gonna make you jealous with my flexing <laughs> but uh all right yeah and so uh randomly enough you know i don't i don't know about you luke but for me, and you've known me now for, what, I've been married to your sister for two and a half years, um, but you've known me since 2010, 2011, like as far as getting, really getting to know each other, you know that I like to do Christmas shopping. Yes. And get it done early. Yes. And so my question to you is, how early is too early? I, I don't know about you listeners. For me personally, like I've just mentioned, I like to get my Christmas shopping done out of the way. Liter- no joke. I have had Christmas gifts wrapped, paid for, bought everything, no credit debt on buying these gifts, everything taken care of by the time November rolls around. And I'm talking like even gift gifts already wrapped, sometimes even in as early as October. And we're going into September already, and I'm kind of getting the itch to start buying everyone's gifts already. And so, um, again, I just like to get things out of the way, have it taken care of, and just know that, hey, when once Christmas rolls around, I got your gift, I got your gift, and everything's good, and I don't have to worry about frantic shopping and crazy people trying to run over. Did you over. say frantic shopping? Frantic. If, oh. if it came across as frantic, I mean. I've not never what heard of frantic before, but frantic Well, no one's ever heard sense. of swazzy, but I'm making that work. <laughs> That's true, but that sounds cooler. It frantic does. just frantic sounds just, like. It's the like word a, to describe Brian Cranston. Frantically constipated. Maybe that's what it is. It's like if Brian Cranston does something, then it was a little bit crantic. You know, we should get Brian Cranston on the show. He hey, be, come on the show. Dude, that'd be awesome. You're done in this city. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so what, what do you think, Luke? So wait, hold on. You're telling me you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet? I haven't started. But wow. I, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely feeling the itch. It's starting to come around. And I once I get, I think, my card paid off, I'm definitely going to want to start diving into it more and like getting the list organized and everything. And what's nice is with my little you know Amazon card, I'm able to you know get 5% cash back. So you know, I end up making money in the long run. I thought you were the kind of person that got it done in like June. I, well, okay. So as far as earlier months, what would happen is I'd get the, I'd get list together. Say if I see something in the store and I'm just like, so and so is gonna like that gift. I'm going to pick that up for them either now or I know that's the item I'm gonna get for them once it rolls around. So like I'll get I'll get lists and stuff together, and then like I said, once it starts again, late August, uh, early September is when I actually start shopping and purchasing said gifts. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's crazy still. I'll tell you when I do my shopping. You and I are polar opposites. Literally polar opposites on I this. do, the last few years, literally all of my shopping has been done on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah, and I've made those trips with you, and it's annoying. No, you haven't. I, no, I've dude, I've made trips with you before. When, when you're not like on it, Christmas Eve. Okay, maybe not Christmas Eve, but like that last week, we're, when we're shopping around, we're driving around store after store after store. Again, I'm with you trying to, to get you to That's buy true. these gifts. Yeah. I, I got folks, I just... Ugh, I do Christmas shopping the same way I do my homework the night before. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, just a so random side note aside from the, this Christmas debate we're into is a. Uh, uh, I was talking to Sarah the other night how one of the th- things I did when uh, our school it's usually an elementary school right when you have like science fair projects. Yeah. We, <laughs> me and my sister, we had this one that we would do. It was literally. Uh, I don't know if my my older siblings uh, did it, my older brother, my eldest sister, or if it was just me and my other sister, but we did this project where it would measure the heart rates of people when they would listen to different types of music. (coughs) 
Wow. You're welcome, folks. I figured I would include that one in there just to be fun. It wasn't even close to the world record. No, not at all. Again, but the, the fart record is what I'm really going for. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't, I'm going to make sure I do it on John's mic so I don't have to smell it. You're a kind of guy, huh? Not the <laughs> attic? Nope. Uh, okay, but yeah, so with the, the Science Fair project, is it would measure the heart rates of people as they would listen to either uh, you know, metal rock or uh, hip hop, smooth jazz, like relaxing classical, whatever type of music. And I like it smooth would, jazz. Yeah, it would t- just kind of do the comparison between like, oh, so I think that the faster songs would have the faster heart rate, and pretty sure go figure they did. Uh, but so there would be several times throughout the year where it's or in different grades where it's like, oh, you have a science fair project and it's a mandatory thing, it's part of your final grade. And I would wait like you the night before and just tell my parents, um, I have to get this project done, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about it at all for how long have you known about this? Maybe a month or so. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I've known that Christmas has been coming for the last year. Oh yeah. But weird. I'm still going to do it all <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Just, and I'll tell you what, okay. I'll tell you the pros of my strategy and mm. I'm sure you'll have a rebuttal, but I'll tell Probably. you the pros of my strategy. First of all, if you buy too early, mm-hmm. you run the risk of this person changing. Mm-hmm. If they change and they, they go through like a change in personality, they're going to have a completely different set of likes and dislikes. Right. You're going to get them this gift that's like irrelevant. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest fear. The next one is that maybe they'll buy it on their own right. in that time period. And that worries me. So I, the, the advantage I have with, with buying on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. is I know it's going to be relevant. Right. If they open it tomorrow, it's going to be good. See, with, okay, so I will acknowledge with the second point you had with them possibly buying the gift themselves, th- out of the years I've known you guys, that's only happened once, and it was with a DVD, which thankfully was cheap enough to kind of buy, replace, whatever, and I got that person another gift. Who was but, it? I don't know if I should say Your dad. Oh, uh, my but, goodness. <laughs> but so... <laughs> Yeah, that only happened to me once out of the years I've been doing this. Because when I when I go shopping, what's nice is since I I usually do most of it online. Because again, I don't like the store hassle. I don't like people bumping into me, just crowded areas. It's ugh. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily people like me. Just say it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wouldn't say it so far as you. You're not rude when you're going shopping, but just on I, Christmas Eve, I might be. You're not rude. That's true. You're not rude, Luke. I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm when I'm going through the stores, just I I don't like dealing with the other frantic customers and stuff. It's, it's but what's also beneficial to me is when I'm doing my online shopping, is I can have previous year's lists in front of me and I can kind of look it over and be like, okay, so I I did already get this gift for so and so, and I what I do is I can I can compare, and make sure I don't buy the same thing twice. Um, as long as, uh, as, as far as previous gifts, I've got them in other years. And then also I usually buy things that are kind of so random that 99% of the time, I was gonna say nine out of 10, but 99% of the time people don't even know what I'm getting them. And so there's no way that they'll buy that same gift again with yeah. the DVD thing. That's something that's more commonplace, uh, that anyone can get anywhere, any store, but other times it's like random shirts. It's a random, you know, music box or a random board game or something, something out there that they're not really going to know about, but that's something that I know this person will like. Yeah. Because I don't know about, again, you listeners at home, I don't know what you do for your techniques, but when I go shopping for somebody, I usually chalk them up to, and not to say that they're only this, but as far as their hobbies and interests, I get like the top three to five things and I go off of that because it narrows down my searches. I'm able to focus in on, okay, this person really loves this TV show. They really love this sports team. They really love whatever, insert blank. And then I just hone in on the gift and I know when I see it, 
that's the gift I'm getting them. It's a Funko Pop. <laughs> Remember that Christmas, though? We had one Christmas mm-hmm. where there were like 13 Funko Pops mm-hmm. given. Yes. And everybody was just sitting there with this pile of Funko Pops like, okay, what am I going to do with this? It's overkill at this point. We're good to never get a Funko Pop again for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, after that, after that explosion of a year. Because I, I usually, I know there's been times when I've done that. Um, but I tried to do like combo gifts, so it'll be a Funko Pop and something else, not just the one thing. But I know yeah. the Funko Pop will be something, hopefully that they like. I know I like to collect things a lot, but hey, to each their own. So yeah, in all fairness, you're a much better gift giver than I am. Oh, thank you, Luke. So, so my strategy is just kind of find something on their list, boom, check it off, move on <laughs> to the next item. Which is why it works okay on Christmas Eve. Right. I just zip, zap, zoop, and I'm done. <laughs> You know, I want to say, Luke, too, I think I still have your Scarecrow gift that you gave me. Oh, my goodness. F- folks, if you if you know The Office, which hopefully most of you should, because that's such a great TV show when it was on the air. We love it. Um, that episode where Michael's saying goodbye to people and he gives Oscar the Scarecrow that looks like it's just a burlap sack with some cotton stuffed in a head and a little string yeah. tying it off. My <laughs> my it brother looks like a monk, a two year old yeah. monkey on a farm made it. Yeah, my 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 loving brother in law here gave me that gift, and I believe I still have it in my closet somewhere because it's it's just too good. <laughs> it's too good to get rid. We of. We should get that. Get, send me a picture of that. We'll post that. Oh yeah, so people okay. can take a look at it. Yeah, we'll, we'll post it on on the gram. On hey, the line. that was a very creative activity by me. It was as good as I can do. Yeah, I, I again, I appreciate Luke for what he's done for me. I, he, he's a very sweet boy. Honestly, that was probably the best gift I've ever given. That, just, yeah, because like, it wasn't just like check it off the, the Christmas list. It was like, hmm, let me think of something that's actually going to be good. Okay. And so you, you, there's more thought behind it. Yeah. Hmm. And it, it just, it was like a lightning struck my head and I had that <laughs> idea. I don't normally get ideas like that. So right. Yeah. Well, I, I had to capitalize on that one. I d- <laughs> Again, I just remember, I, I can kind of picture it now when I was opening that gift, just wondering, what the heck did he get me? Because, you know, I know you and your siblings, what you like to do is kind of check the gifts under the tree yes. and shake them up and get a feel like, okay, I think it's this, I think it's that. I had, I did not see that one coming, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> but I was just, I was just like, I, for a second, it caught me off guard too because I didn't realize. I'm like, wait, what is, what is this? And then I thought back to the episode. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Yep. But, <laughs> You know, hey, so, that reminds me though. Like, that reminds you, yeah. So you partook in the in the gift shaking. Gift. Well, you know, I actually what what I've tried to do to co- uh, steer you guys away from that is I've brought bigger boxes that have your guys' entire gifts in them. So I I don't. Oh, like, I know that. But what yeah. you did that year was you joined us in the gift shaking. Did I? That's I what it sounded like. Well, no, no, okay, because I, I just remember, like, me, I'll look at the gifts. I don't usually like picking up and shaking. Like, I, I like to observe and try to get a feel for what I think it could be. Because, uh. like, again, I, 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 I don't know. It just kind of takes the not, – not the fun out of it. I know you guys, like, it's kind of your family tradition to do that. So I don't want to knock you for that. We could do another debate on that one. Oh, boy. Gift shaking. Mm. Okay or not okay? Yeah, we could. Another podcast. I know. <laughs> but, you know, while we're here and – you know, in the spirit of giving, I would like to give you guys a story once again from the page of Reddit and the Ooh. Am I the Butthole story. It's one of my and, favorite segments. Oh, that's good. I'm, I, I hope you guys are enjoying these. Uh, again, we do try to search around on Reddit and see, you know, hey, which which ones do we think are really going to hit and make people laugh? But, you know, we, we do we do what we can to find these, these stories. And like I said, I hope you're enjoying them at home. Reddit, partner with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do they? Do they? Can they sponsor? Is that a thing? I don't know, but we can become partners. All right. Yeah. It, could, it could be like 
I don't know. I would have to imagine for a while. Reddit, come up with something good. We're <laughs> up for it. Yeah, that, that could be fun. Yeah, we'll throw it out to the Reddit users. I know. I, again, I know we're not the only podcast who uses Reddit as like a source for fun material. So, but that being said, all right. Am I the butthole for causing chaos in the office with my freakishly large deuce? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're going back to the crappy stories again, so folks. Excited. <clears throat> all right. Excuse me, I had another burp, but I didn't want to put it in your ear this time. Oh, how polite. I know. All right, so from the top. I have an irrational fear of people knowing that I am pooping, a fear which causes me to hold in longer than usual, resulting in Godzilla-sized mud pies when finally released. A Mondo Duke, you could Mondo say. Dukes, man. Office poops are the worst, and I loathe the idea of them. But last week when I went ahead and did the did the deed... Knowing the possible outcome, it was a triumphant, uh, let's see, a triumphant deuce if i ever seen one. <laughs> there, there was a word there I wanted to scapegoat yes. around, just to clarify. Uh, started at the bowl, oh my gosh, started at the bowl and rising way above the water line. 10 out of oh. 10, 10 out of 10 clogger. I'm just imagining uh, like the arc of St. Louis. Oh my goodness, That must man. be this, what this thing looked like. This must have been like the, the actual toilet snake that plumbers use to clear things out. This one was just going in, clogging it, man. Huh. So <laughs> after six flushes and with five, oh. min- <laughs> five minute reloads, I realized that I was making no progress and missing out on work. <laughs> there was no toilet brush there to poke away poke it away and i was going to ask hr for plumbing advice with my heart pounding i made a beeline for the exit resumed my work and prayed nobody noticed my absence and then the next guy could flush it away about an hour later i heard someone chatter about a blockage and my adrenaline started <laughs> rushing an office-wide email was immediately sent around to address the situation and mentioned how junior members of staff had to clean it up. <laughs> now, the, <laughs> now the whole company knew, and I couldn't have felt worse. I hate people are, are laboring over my mess, and more, and more so, I hate that the idea of people eventually figuring out I'm the one responsible, so I kept quiet. I work data entry for an insurance firm, so people in this office are usually bored out of their, out of their minds. But this <laughs> this conversation caused a buzz like I've never seen before. Speculation on who did it and hilarious eyewitness descriptions have been the topic for days and eyewitness. show eyewitness yeah eyewitness descriptions have been the topic for days and show no sign of dying down. I initially kept participation to a minimum, overwhelmed with anxiety, but now I have started to settle into a weird sense of pride and joined in the banter. Even though no one likes to admit it, it caused the biggest boost in office morale I've ever seen, and the workplace has never been happier. Panther is at an all-time high, and I often hear roars of laughter from across the room on mention of the, quote, situation. I know it was a terrible thing to do, but it worked out quite well, honestly, and I'm, overcome, I'm overcoming some personal fears in the course of it. Am I the butthole? If not, I'm thinking of making this a regular thing edit i'm one one of employees uh, wait what edit one of employees who cleaned it up quit yesterday but i'm 99 percent sure that was unrelated i'm <laughs> guessing you meant to say one of the employees maybe uh, that's what it was he forgot the the yeah he the left the, the out the 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 the, the. so luke <laughs> 10 out of 10 clogger what are you feeling oh my well he so he never ever told anybody 
no, from the from the you're sounds telling me of this, he started making fun of his own poop without taking credit for it it's yeah it seems like he joined in with the banter and the chatter around the office but he was again he he mentioned how he was just overcome with anxiety and fear because he doesn't like people knowing what's going on he doesn't want to be known and so he kept quiet but now he's just kind of feeling things out like yeah I've, I've yeah he's not so he's not openly saying he's the he was the the culprit he's just saying that yeah, that is crazy that someone took such a huge dump. Like that's that's what he's getting at with this, this. guy is the butthole. This guy is the butthole. <laughs> I'll tell you, not th- that's like the textbook definition of hypocrisy. <laughs> like it doesn't get any, any clearer than that. <laughs> any more clogged? I mean, it's not that bad, I'll admit. But if I had to choose an answer here, yeah, this guy's the butthole. And on top of that, most of us would only dream of taking a dump this glorious. Right. He finally gets one. He's going to keep it to himself. Really? Shoot, man. I'm in a weight loss program. If I took a dump that big, I'd be bragging about it. Just, I lost 10 pounds <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, he, he he releases this monster. You could tell he was proud of it, too. He released the Kraken. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another segment on its own. Different, <laughs> different oh, euphemisms. Uh, but yeah, he releases this monster, releases the Kraken. Mm-hmm. And then keeps it to himself. He wasted the opportunity that someone like you or I would have been happy to <laughs> happy to take advantage of. Have, well, well, take advantage how? No. I'm honestly, if I release something like that that couldn't even be flushed after six flushes, he said six. Ugh. If I release something like that, you know I'd be going to my work buddy and be like, dude, you'll never guess what, what I left in the bathroom. <laughs> It's like you feel like more of a man if you can do that. Just dropping off a chocolate mud baby. Oh my! (laughs) I guess what they call that mud pie or whatever. Uh, Yeah, you know, I I think this is one we we can agree on. I think he is still the butthole in this case because it again speaking from experience as someone who did have to clean up bathrooms and toilets back at my janitorial job at Target, I would have hated to have been the one to clean this up. Just, it would have been a nightmare. I wouldn't have wanted to have to deal with it, but knowing that it had to get rid of and the job fell to me, like it fell to his newer, higher coworkers, I think the story said. Yeah. I uh, wonder what they did. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like what he said, they just had to find a brush to kind of break away at it and then Ugh. flush it in segments. Break but, away at it. The way <laughs> just chip away the marble. You couldn't have described it any worse than that. Ugh. What, what, what was I supposed to say? It just he, he dropped I mean, accurate, but like he dropped a brown anaconda in the toilet, man. It just <laughs> that snake did not want to flush. Just had to chop it in half, I guess. I don't Ugh. know. Cut the head off the beast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Again, it's it's a funny story. Kind of, it's funny to listen to. Funny that he he's getting involved, and it's good. Can, kudos to you. You're getting over your anxiety in a little bit by talking to people about it, but. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think we're going to have to side in the, the form of butthole on this one. Yeah, sorry, man. Yep. That's what happens when you re- release things like that from your butthole. You don't <sighs> take credit for it. You become the butthole. I can only imagine how torn his colon and, you know, just that's got to be ripped. There's no way. How do you survive that? If he's talking about Godzilla-like dumps and he does this regularly. Oh, I guess he does it regularly. He does it regularly. That's <laughs> just, I, again, me and my, me and my bowels have never been that, that close. We're not, we're not that tight, man. Okay. <laughs> well, this, okay. You tell me you haven't had those times where you try to go to the bathroom and you 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 think you feel something, and you're like, okay, here we go. It's like me me my me my bathroom. We're gonna do this. Me my bowels. We're gonna we're gonna get it done. And then it's just like, no, nah, I'm not coming out, dude. Yeah. Speaking, I already talked about men's retreat. Speaking of camping, every time I go camping, that happens to me. Mm. I'll go like the entire day, and I'm like, I feel like there's something in there, but I go and there's no pressure. Right. Yeah. Nothing comes out. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So <laughs> before we move on to our entertainment podcast, although I, uh, entertainment podcast, entertain, entertainment portion, uh, <laughs> hopefully you guys are being entertained by these stories. I do have one more now that I'm, my mind's kind of getting jogged. Um, there was one time where I went on another, uh, uh, men's retreat. Um, it wasn't with, wasn't with our church, but it was with my friend's church who I happened to be associated with and they're nice enough people. And so we were, it was like a men's getaway for a weekend. We did like shooting and stuff like that. Had, I think chili barbecue, whatever for dinner, like hot dogs, something like that. Sounds but, manly. Uh, but yeah, so we have all this like man grub food and everything. And one of the guys, since we were, we were going out to like the desert, it was just middle of nowhere. There are no restrooms, no nothing around you. Again, if you needed to use it, you just go piss on a rock or whatever. Um, and then if you had to go number two, literally they had a shovel and you would dig up a hole and bury it. Um, but thankfully one guy actually brought one of those portable toilets where it's, uh, where it's like you take a plastic bag and you, you still have like a toilet seat you can sit on and you take a plastic bag. And what you're supposed to do is you do your business and then you bag it up and then you go bury that somewhere. So that way it's not odorous, whatever else. And there's like a little tent that goes around you. So that way you have a little bit of privacy. No one's just right. How big is this thing? It, it height wise, it was probably over six feet. Um, but do you realize this guy had a porta porta potty? I, I mean, it's I, basically just a porta potty from what I'm hearing, but it was portable. Yeah, well, a portable yeah. porta potty. Hey, it worked for me, man. All right, that's 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 the purpose of the story that I'm getting to. All right, so <laughs> like, so the, basically, this whole weekend too, I. I did have to go. I had to go number two, and I was trying to hold it in because I didn't want to have to go dig a hole somewhere. But when I found out this guy uh, had his his porta potty, his contraption, uh, his contraption uh, for contraptions, <laughs> I figured, I figured, okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> if it uh, rhymes, it's funny. Exactly. Uh, so I figured, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go use his little tent pooper here, and <laughs> it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because blessing in the sense of, hey, I can somewhat poop comfortably out here in the wild. However. Nobody else took their bags out. Oh, guys! Le- basically, how this guy was talking about logs being left and people. The reason why there's water in your toilet bowl is so you don't have to smell the actual odor coming out of your behind. And with no water in a portable uh, toilet seat, you just smell everything. And there were just snakes in there, and I had to add on my mess to that and then bag up someone else's crap as well. Oh, it, it was rough. Ugh. But I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I I just had to go, man. I I had been trying so because again it was only or it was only a two day trip, and so it was it was like a Friday evening, uh, all day Saturday kind of thing, and I was trying to hold it in as much as I could, and put it off so I can just get back home to my actual home bathroom or whatever. But I just had to go, and uh, duty called. <laughs> I'm just not sure I would have bagged it. You're more of a man than I am. What else was I supposed to do? I don't want to be rude for the next guy. I know. But I would have been that guy. <laughs> you would have been the guy who... All right. I would have been the butthole. See, this is why I do my shopping early. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. So, moving moving on from crappy stories, folks. Like I said, we are now entering the entertainment portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, one fun thing... Uh, I just got an email notification, Luke. I know I've talked to you, your family members, whoever else is around me, because I rant and rave about this show every year. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra has announced their tour dates for 2019. Wow. Yeah, and you know what date that the the tour falls on for uh, California? Or at least for our area of California. Christmas. 
I wish, honestly. But it actually <laughs> falls on your sister's birthday. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, people, for those of you that don't know. Your wife. Um, my, my wife. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, I almost said the podcast. The performance is going to happen November 30th. That's a Saturday. They have two showings. I believe one at 3 o'clock, one at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Um, I usually aim to go to the evening shows because it's just a fun way to end the night. Um, and it's it's such a good performance just an awesome epic show they have pyrotechnics they have great graphics for their music the vocal performances are outstanding the instruments are phenomenal people if you have a chance to go i highly 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 recommend it uh, i believe tickets should go on sale within the next uh, few weeks um, i believe that's if you're a fan club member kind of thing or if you have uh, access through any kind of specialty uh, credit card you may have they give early access sales and stuff what about groupon um, Groupon might have it later on. Um, I don't, but I don't know off the top of my head. I know usually for us, what we try to do is I'll, I'll actually call up the place because I like sitting in the upper balcony section. I believe it's at the citizens business bank arena in Ontario. Um, that's where it's been the last few years. And if you get the upper, uh, so where the stage is, you get the upper balcony that faces it and you see everything. And it's so amazing. Um, they, and they change it up every year. I mean, they'll, they'll have somewhat of the same songs, but they'll either add in different ones each year, but then they also change up how the the te- uh, technical stuff works. So th- some years they've had people get uh, raised up on almost this uh, liftable balcony from the front stage, and so they'll be up above the crowd uh, on the uh, kind of closer uh, floor levels. They'll have they have pyrotechnics shooting out at you. You know you could feel the heat coming from uh, from these uh, pyrotechnic uh, guns and everything, and fireworks and everything. Yeah, no, yeah, indoor fireworks definitely. <laughs> uh, but then they've, they've also done this thing uh, last year where they had these platforms that would actually raise up. And if you were in the upper balcony, these people were basically getting right up close to you. Like they'd have the lead guitarist, I believe, and this awesome chick who just rocks on the violin, man. Wow. She kills it every year. And just they, they'll they'll rotate around and they get a spin and see you. And they're like pointing like, yeah, this section cheer, that section. Yeah, just, dude, the, ah, if there was something I was excited for, again, the Halo convention is one. This is another thing that yearly we've tried to make a tradition now, uh, and it's just, it's, again, phenomenal show. Please, if if you need to do yourself a favor and you want to kick off Christmas right, November 30th, Citizens Business Bank Arena, Ontario, be there to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You will not be disappointed. I hear you. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is going to be my first year going because my brother-in-law, my co-host, is going to be <laughs> buying my ticket for oh. me. Uh, that's a that's a bold claim to make when I'm buying a ticket for your sister on her birthday. <laughs> We're related. Uh, okay, and well, just because you guys are sisters, you think I'm going to buy your ticket too? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll think about it. Woo! <laughs> I said I'll think. I don't. I I'm... just podcasted my way into a Trans Siberian Orchestra performance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. Like, maybe 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 we got to work out a deal where you got to you know give me some kisses or something. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But so again, look forward to that, folks. It's going to be awesome. And then, kind of taking a downshift now from excitement to sadness. To sadness. <laughs> Sony and Disney have split. And because of the fallout, like any bad parental relationship, the kid now pays the price. And <laughs> poor Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Spider Man is no longer a part of the MCU because Sony wants to pull Spider Man from the Disney contract. And Again, they have pulled him from the Disney contract. He is no longer part of the franchise. I've never experienced the sadness, the tragedy of divorce, but this is about as close as I'm going to feel. Dude. 
this yeah. this feels tough. Yeah, these it's... these two that we thought would be together forever, and they just couldn't work out their differences, and yeah. now we're losing. I mean, it's like they got custody custody of our brother Peter. Yeah, he's gone. He's he's done, man. Like, which it's... is funny because I have an actual brother named Peter. <laughs> yeah, sadly he didn't get to play Peter Parker, but yeah, they got Peter Maybe Parker. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, dude. I don't. It sucks because I know they had big plans for everything, especially after. We won't say what, but there was the big reveal at the end of the last Spider-Man movie. There's just all this stuff going on where they were leading the franchise and everything. And clearly, Peter Parker was supposed to be a huge part of the Phase 4 MCU and everything. But I'm just, I, I'm praying and hoping that they get something worked out because uh, I've heard kind of both sides of the story where in the original contract, Sony was getting 90, like 90, 95% of whatever deals and money were being made. Yeah. And Disney was only getting 5%, but at the same time, Disney was doing a lot of the footwork of putting things out there, obviously, you know, trailers, whatever else to kind of publicly, you know, uh, not publicly announced, but just pr- produce, kind of get the excitement and everything else going around the, the Spider-Man movies. And so they're doing like all the footwork, all the grunt work and everything. But on the flip side, I heard, uh, again, my, my facts here, folks, I'm going to be a little rough and not rugged's not the right word, but I, I know I'm sucking at this. So if you want to look delve into the situation more yourself, please do so. I'm not the end all be all a fact check. Um, but uh, that being said, going into the Sony side of things, uh, again, the original contract was like a 90 to 10 or 95 to 5% split sort of thing leaning in Sony's favor. But I think I remember reading something to where it was talking about how uh, that 90% uh, that Sony was getting is for something uh, through Spider-Man licensing that doesn't really make a lot of money. And so, therefore, even though Disney's only making 5%, they had a control over other aspects of Spider-Man that were making them money still, but Sony, even though they made this deal with Disney, still wasn't making a lot of money, or it was something something to that effect, or trying to, again, be fair and balanced here with both sides. I don't know the full details, like I said. Check into it for yourself. But needless to say, you know, and regardless, getting back to what's the, the main issue at hand here is again tom holland not being a part of the mcu anymore which i'm sad about he he was he was again i believe stanley's favorite spider-man stanley gave him that acknowledgement same way he gave rdj the acknowledgement for tony stark yeah so it's it sucks it sucks to see i hope they can work out a deal whatever contract renegotiations need to happen i don't want to see tom holland not be part of the mcu anymore especially where where the future's going they talk about x-men movies they know that eternals are coming out uh, not necessarily saying that spider-man's going to interact with everyone but it just seems like it's going to be an exciting adventure for any actor in their career to be a part of. Yeah. I, my favorite meme on this one, the one that hit the hardest, mm-hmm. was when Tony Stark is talking to uh, Steve Rogers. And he uh-huh. says, I lost the kid. Oh, I know. And they put they put the Marvel logo on. Yeah. Or, no, it was the uh, the Disney, Disney logo, logo yeah. on Tony Stark. And then and the Marvel, Marvel was on Captain America, yeah. And it was it was rough. Yeah, the other rough ones I keep seeing are uh, Spider-Man Homeless is the next next sequel for the Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homeless. Ugh, poor Tom Holland. I'm going to miss him. I still hope they work things out, and I think they will. There's no way Spider-Man is getting rebooted again. Well, here's what concerns me is Sony, I believe, took lead on the Venom project with Tom Hardy and everything, and they've made statements saying and claiming, uh, this is on Sony's end, 
that they think Spider-Man can succeed without the help of the MCU or Disney specifically. They are wrong. They, they really, already tried it twice. They really are. And I believe what's going to end up happening is they're going to... Tr- Here's what I think is Sony's not going to try to make a deal. I hope they do. I don't think they will, though. And they're going to try to fit Tom Holland into the Tom Hardy Venom stuff because they're going to they're gonna have Venom. I believe they said Carnage is the next villain for the sequel movie of that. And they're going to try to fit him into their into their storyline. And granted, the Tom Hardy Venom wasn't the worst adaptation. I, I know I do wish I would have seen that uh, classic white spider on his chest. But again, that comes from the symbiote fuse, uh, fusing or being with Peter Parker as Spider-Man. That's how it came about. And so they didn't even show that in the Venom movie uh, on his chest, on the symbiote suit. Right. But I think that's where they're going to try to spin it and think that, oh, well, because we had Tom Hardy and his movie was somewhat a success, we think Spider-Man will be fine because we'll we'll have so-and-so to play him. I don't know. I don't even know if Tom Holland's going to be the Spider-Man in their type of Spider-Man movie that they're trying to make later on to either tie into the Venom movies or be their own thing through a Sony storyline. And it's going to suck to see because they had such high hopes and, they again, they had a, a direction, a clear path what they wanted to do with, with Tom Holland and Spider-Man in the actual MCU universe. So, yeah, and I'm... I don't know. I'm I'm kind of split on this. On the one hand, Disney probably should get more credit mm-hmm. for Spider-Man than Sony, right? Just because they're doing it better than Sony ever has. Yeah, Disney's just not getting home runs with with these movies. Yeah, but on the other hand, it was Disney who was like, "I'm not satisfied anymore. I got to renegotiate this deal," and mm-hmm. they lost. Right, and, and I, they were the ones that walked away. So that's yeah. that's what hurts. It's I don't know who to blame for this one. Somebody's got to make it right. Both these parents. We need. We need someone to adopt Tom Holland, please. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to think about this. I don't know. I don't know who's at fault. I just hope it gets fixed. Yeah. It, need, it needs to be fixed for sure. Are there uh, any, are there any, any other movies we can use to distract ourselves from this? Is there anything good to look forward to? You know, now that you mention it, I did see some uh, articles come out on Facebook talking about how Matrix Four. Ooh. is going to come out and it's supposed to have most if not all of the original cast i believe keanu reeves is going to be in it and jump on that keanu reeves hype train <laughs> oh yeah they're that's basically what they're doing and i know uh, i don't know the film director's names off the top of my head um but i do believe when they first made the matrix movies they didn't have all the equipment and technology that obviously now movies do or have access to nowadays yeah and so i think they'll make an even more epic one i don't I didn't quite follow. I believe I watched Matrix 1 and 2. I don't know if I ever finished 3. Um, and so I don't know where exactly lore and uh, backstory-wise things fit in um, or where the storyline plotline is going to go. But like I said, I believe the article did say Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. And um, who's the... I don't know the chick's name off the top of my head uh, who played the kind of female lead in the first Matrix movie. Yeah. I believe she's supposed to be in it as well as, again, their co uh co-leads or the front-runner actors for the movie. That would be cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens there. Um, the Visually and uh, everything, it's, it was a very stunning movie with the first Matrix movie, and it still holds up today with even what limited effects they have. I still love that shootout scene where they first go to raid the hotel and they walk through the security de- uh, detector with the, the guns. You know what scene I'm yes, talking about? Yeah. yeah. And just the, it, Neo opens his jacket and it's just guns everywhere, and they're like, what? Bam, bam, bam. They just go crazy. Like, yeah. That was a great, uh, great action scene sequence for a movie. Well, I wonder if the entire movie is going to have that green tint again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it did have that feel. I got tired of that. Oh, you did? I would be okay if they don't bring that back. Mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, uh, so that'll be something to keep an eye out for. 
Um, one other movie I saw a trailer for, uh, and I will dive into the movies I saw this weekend, actually, um, after mentioning this, but I saw a trailer for a movie called the, uh, Last Christmas, and it actually has, I believe, Emma Thompson, the chick from... Uh, Isn't that Mary Poppins? No, no, no. The, Mary the, Poppins lady. The, the, uh, queen of th- <laughs> the queen from Game of Thrones. Uh, n- uh, who? Amelia. Am- is it Amelia Clark? I thought I saw Thompson somewhere in the name. I apologize. But uh, it's uh, the, the girl who played Queen Daenerys. Uh, she is actually going to be this... Um, this God, what, what do I want to say? It's She's like a... a Christmas store clerk of sorts, and she she's uh, her costume in stores. She's like an elf, and then she runs with this guy, and they end up kind of like it's it's like a love story, but it's it's a Christmas movie as well. And so they fall looks, in love in a supermarket, kind of. <laughs> but no, it looks it know, looks man. really fun. Uh, like like I was saying on the first episode of the podcast, I love seeing all kinds of movies, and this one it looks like a really good uh, feel good emotional Christmas type of movie to me. And so I, I look forward to it. It should be pretty pretty good. Um, and the other, the, the male lead actor they have is the guy who starred in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, once again, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Um, but if you've seen the movie, uh, he's the, he's the, he's the, again, the male lead in that movie. Um, handsome guy. Very handsome. Again, I I don't discriminate here, man. I said Idris Elba, this, the Asian guy from Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, shoot, there's, mm, they're all, they're all delicious to me. As he doesn't even know his name. I don't even know his name. I'm sorry, but he does, he is handsome. All right. I'm just saying he's, he's a good looking dude. But so look forward to that. It's called Last Christmas. I believe it comes out early November. Um, so keep your eyes open and, uh, for that. If you want to look up the trailer, it might be on YouTube or some other website page. Um, but yeah. After uh, after you go and see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, mm. then go and watch Last Christmas. Well, technically, Last Christmas would come out before the Trans-Siberian Orchestra show because Trans-Siberian Orchestra is at the end of the month, November no. 30th. That can't be. I, I literally said that when we Christmas first Christmas in November? I know. I, hey, I, I do ah! admit, I do admit I wish that it would have fallen more so around the holiday itself because I do like getting that build-up anticipation and just a rocking Christmas show before actual Christmas holiday. But, you know, it's a good way to kick off the month of December. So it's, Can you it, imagine how much we're going to be talking about Christmas when it's actually Christmas season? Folks, I've told my coworkers they're going to be hearing me singing Christmas carols and cr- all kinds of Christmas songs when I'm, when I'm working. So, uh, when you're I, working on the podcast? Working on the podcast, working at work, just working in general. Oh. I, I like Christmas, man. You know me. Um, but all that being said, bringing it back to uh, the two movies I saw this weekend uh, were Blinded by the Light and Ready or Not. So I'm going to kick off with Blinded by the Light. For those of you that don't know what this movie is, it's based, it's inspired by a true story of this uh, kid, Javed, who is growing up in uh, Europe, and he's kind of uh, feeling... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's like isolated alone, just not really understood in the, in the world he's living in with his family and so, social statuses, stuff going on. And like, the, he's not alone. He's, he's all alone. He doesn't quite fit in. Yeah. He's, along, he's, along those yeah. lines. And so he ends up, uh, one of his friends recommends him listening to Bruce Springsteen and he ends up becoming just so engulfed and encompassed by the, oh, the music. Oh, I remember the commercial for this one. Yes. This movie was amazing. Ooh. Amazing. Amazing. I can't say it enough. I went and saw it Friday night and I, I remember walking out of that theater thinking, thinking to myself, this movie hit it out of the park for me. Uh, I would easily give it an A plus out of five stars. Like we were talking about my grading system, but <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was, I could not remember. I, I, I talked to Sarah about it. I could not remember a time where I walked out of the theater and thought that movie was phenomenal and great. 
I, it just, I didn't really have any critiques about it. It was a great storyline within the first five minutes. You really feel for the character. Um, and it just, it brings you on this just awesome adventure ride through his, through his life and through his eyes all while playing a, Bruce Springsteen's hits uh, throughout the throughout the movie and it was yeah. just I, I don't know how to describe it it was just an awesome movie to see so if if you're into that kind of thing um if, if it's, it's it's not necessarily in a it's not like a musical type format as you would think with you know high school musical or right. say what it, uh, like he's uh, not like singing, like singing these songs at the camera yeah, it's nothing like okay. that. He, like, there will be times where he's him and his buddies are singing along with the lyrics uh, of the different uh, songs as they go through the movie. Yeah. But again, like you said, it's not them directly looking at the camera playing to the the people in the audience. It's it's them just going through life and how those songs related to certain moments throughout his life. But it's just a really powerful emotional story. Um, like I said, definitely, definitely check this out if you have the time. Um, well, well worth, uh, well worth your your time and money. Um, blinded by the light, uh, two thumbs up for me. Yeah, I like movies where it it heavily relies on music. Just mm. being a music person, yeah, it's always fun, especially if they get good music in there. Yeah, it was, so I, I I'm excited to see this one too. Yeah, you you plan on seeing it this week or just at some point? At some point. Yeah, it, like I said, highly recommended. I I loved it, and I I I'll be honest, I even cried a little. It's I, got I the up. Dylan stamp of approval. Super stamp of approval. Double stamp. Bam, bam. Uh, so now, <laughs> moving on to the second movie I saw, which was Ready or Not. And that, <laughs> foolishly enough, I thought it had Margot Robbie as the main lead. Uh, it's actually not. It's some other chick that looks you, like Margot you're Robbie. You're like 0 for 10 on I, female leads. I, I know I'm bad at this. As, and as with much the as male I, leads, you just can't even remember their names. As much as I love movies, I, I think I've really got to start doing my homework on who the actors are. For, for the most part, I... I typically see movies where I know the actors in it, so I can reference certain names and stuff. But again, with Blinded by the Light, they didn't really use a big-name celebrity cast. So therefore, I think I'm excused on that one. You're telling me but Bruce Springsteen wasn't the main character? No, he was not the main character. Like I said, it was Javed. Unbelievable. Or the actor who played Javed. But so that was... Um, I, th- I think I get a little grace on that one. But granted, Fine. I know there are other movies where uh, uh, I need to figure out who the actors are so I can do them justice. Cause again, if the movie's good, if it's not, I can at least be clear on who th- is in the movie. Right. But, uh, so <laughs> ready or not, here I go with my review for ready or not. Oh, oh, uh, oh. this movie, for those of you that don't know, it's a movie where a woman marries into a family of a board game type fortune. And what they do on the wedding night is when someone's joining in the family, they tell them, okay, well, here's our time to, uh, play a game. And, uh, depending on what, uh, uh, what game we play is going to determine how these how the night plays out and if you're part of our family kind of thing. And so she ends up uh, getting the game Hide and Seek. And so basically... Wait, getting the game Hide and Seek? Yes. Uh, we didn't get the game Hide and Seek? Well, the, it's it's kind of explains in the movie. I, uh, I don't want to go oh, so it's dive. a different game. I don't want to give too many details. It's not that it's say, like... A, if you're paying for Hide and Seek, you're doing something Yeah, wrong. no, it's not a board game called Hide and Seek. It's literally them playing Hide and Seek. But... So, Wait, it is. Yes. What? What? what how, how do you get hide and seek? It's uh, like I said. I don't want to say ah. too much because I don't want to spoil anything. <sighs> it's, and not that it's a major spoiler. I just don't want to ruin it for somebody who's interested in seeing the movie. But so anyway, she gets the she gets the game hide and seek. That's her game that she has to play to do this initiation with the family. And her challenge, and this is all in the trailer, like I like I usually do with these reviews or talking about movies, is I only go off trailer details. I don't really try to give everything away to you folks. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so regardless, in the trailer, uh, she thinks that they're playing a simple game, but then comes to soon find out and realize that this family is actually going to be hunting her and she needs to stay hidden uh, until dawn, pretty much. Um, and so that's not as fun. No, not at all. When your life's on the line. Um, that being said though, I, I will say this much, uh, considering all the different things that are coming out in Hollywood right now. Um, obviously there's a lot of Disney remakes from old, uh, cartoony movies with Lion King, Aladdin, all that other stuff. Um, it's definitely an original movie, which I can appreciate because there's not a lot of that going on in Hollywood right now. Um, so original concept, good, good, good enough storyline. Um, like how you were kind of hinting with the matrix thing, some of the, some of the shots in the movie, uh, since it's played in a mansion, it's, uh, uh, it's a little dark and, um, there's almost like a brown tint to a lot of the shots, maybe like a brownish blue in certain rooms. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't know. I think maybe the lighting could have been a little bit better. I know they were trying to set like a dark ambiance throughout the film, but eh, just a little would have helped. Um, but um, I think ultimately it was a, I'd say it was a good movie, um, but not the greatest. I think a lot of people are on the hype train for it, like, oh, it was so amazing. I, uh, I don't know if I necessarily fond of that category. It was good, but I, I wouldn't say it's, you know. Yeah. Um, and so just owing oh, a content warning too. If so, um, this movie, it does have a lot of F-bombs. I, I would have to think it's rated R because of it. Uh, but so if, you, if you're interested in seeing a kind of suspenseful, scary movie, um, it, uh, and I've, I know they mentioned this in the trailer too, uh, where the, I think it's the dad or one of the other people chasing her down is saying that they're trying to hunt her for like a sacrifice kind of thing. Um, so if, if stuff like that kind of worries you, spooks you a little bit, maybe don't see the movie. Um, and again, with a lot of vulgar words being said, again, if, that, if you're sensitive to that, then don't check this movie out but if it uh, my wife is saying corn oh uh gore there's lots of corn in there's this movie. there's corn in this movie i didn't know what she was mouthing to me that sorry about that folks um but uh yeah so anyway uh there is gore uh people you know as like i said they they are hunting her so in the process of hunting stuff happens go figure uh but anyway if if you're fine with that stuff go check it out it it was like i said fine enough happy there's an original movie in hollywood uh in the theaters right now so yeah um well yeah if 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 i may if you may i did an interesting thing today what was that interesting thing i did well let me make this official first we're going to transition into our sports section that wasn't the same theme song as last week. No, it was. I don't even remember what the same what the theme song was from last week when I tried it, man. Oh. It was all just off the top of my lips. Off the top of your lips. Top of my lips. Anyway, let me get into the sports section. You still have that echo on? A little bit. The, well, I, I will say that was pretty nice though. That transition. It <laughs> I'm not gonna... fun though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll turn it down a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, to transition into this, I did my fantasy football draft today. Yay. And it was fun. Most drafts I come out of, and I feel lousy about it. Mm-hmm. Not this one. No? I feel pretty good about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a 10-man league, which, of course, those are going to be stacked teams. Yeah, 10-team league. For the- yeah, if you, if you do a 16-team league, you've got to be a genius. Yeah. So it's not exactly hard what we're doing here, but uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be action-packed, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to get into it. Right. And I'm wondering, 
what you think of my team. Yeah, you. I mean, you say you, you picked a good team and you think you did pretty solid, but I, you know, maybe maybe I'll be the judge of this. Yeah. So keep in mind, there's a ten man team. Yes. A ten ten man league. Yes, and you guys do play with an added wide receiver aside from the standard slot lineup. Yes, correct? that's the only thing that makes us different from a a standard league. Right. We added one more wide receiver. Yes, and so folks, if you don't know fantasy, what happens is they, at least for the standardized teams, there is one quarterback two running backs, right? Uh, usually two, but they have three wide receivers, a tight end, a slot position, which could either mean another running back or another wide receiver, and a kicker and a defense. Am I correct? A on team the, defense. A yeah. team defense. So whether you pick the Bengals, whether you pick the Patriots, uh, Ravens, whoever. Yeah, so, so like, for example, a quarterback, every mm-hmm. 25 yards they throw, mm-hmm. that's one point. Correct. Um, so if they throw like 300 yards in a game, you're talking about 12 points on yards. Right. Every touchdown for a quarterback is four points if mm-hmm. they pass the touchdown. Right. Um, so let's say you let's say you have a quarterback that throws 300 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's 12 points plus an additional eight. That's a 20 point day. Right. Which is solid. Mm-hmm. That's how it keeps track of it. For uh, rushing yards and receiving yards, it's one point for every 10 yards, six points for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically how fantasy football works. Okay. So let me dive into my team now. All right. Uh, I got my boy Brady this year. He got Tom Brady at Tommy quarterback. Brady. I also, so I got Tom Brady at quarterback, and to back him up, I've got Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. I'm excited about him. He's going to be a solid backup. He was really turning it up last year. Right. I think he might have finished top five in yardage. Really? He might have even been top three. Yeah, it mm. was surprising. Um, so I'm excited to have him on my team. We'll see how he does in this this next year this should be his third season mm-hmm. so we'll see how he does yeah then running backs this is where i got pretty risky yeah yeah we've been talking about melvin gordon yeah he's still not signed with the chargers <sighs> i took a chance on him melvin gordon yep i believe in you please sign. i'm taking a chance in, on you please hear me now <laughs> do it for me sign chargers work with him give him Give him something to work with. Yes. Let's make this happen for the sake of Luke's fantasy football team. Yes. And then Gordon come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to make things even riskier, I also picked up Leonard Fournette with Jacksonville. How's that risky? Well, he's a little bit injury prone, it seems. Mm. If he stays healthy, though, if, he, if, he stays- if I can get both of these guys on a team and healthy mm. oh my goodness yeah that's Fort- a big one two right there yeah fournette would look to run through people yeah so he he's he's a good solid back if like you said if he stays healthy because i do know he had some like was it leg injuries last late last season or mid-season yes. yeah yeah so. i think it was it was kind of earlier in the season he missed most of it yeah um so yeah so to back them up i've got marlon mack with the indianapolis colts oh yeah he's a pretty solid guy and now we're going to talk about it later. Yeah, we will, we will save this later, there's, folks. There's a development with the Colts. Yeah. And it should mean that Marlon Mack is going to get more... More carries. More carries, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, talk about another risk. Okay. I picked up Adrian Peterson for my slot position. Oof. Uh, hey, you know, for, for what it's worth, Adrian Peterson, even last year, I, I told you guys this. He's not a necessarily the starting running back, but he's still solid enough to be a good backup. He did okay. I think he was... At least top fifteen mm-hmm. running back. It might have even been top tw- top ten. Yeah. So, so even if even if your running back gets fifteen to twenty points a week, you're that's good. That's great. It, that's, let's that's be true. real. That's, that's great. If you can get ten points a week out of your running back, that's not bad. And I, I think Adrian Peterson could still put up those numbers despite his age, unless he gets an injury. 
Again, knock on wood, don't want that to happen. But He's still shooting for 2,000 yards. Yeah. So I hope he gets it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. I also have, to back them up, Carlos Hyde. That was my last pick of the draft. Hyde, and he's who is he currently He's with, with the he just, Chiefs now. Chiefs now? I, yeah. Okay. If he can get that, that running back number one position, mm-hmm. that's going to be the steal of the draft. That's true because, again, Nobody they else don't, picked him up. Yeah, the, the Chiefs got rid of Kareem Hunt for uh, like scandal reasons, essentially, because yeah. he kicked a woman in the hallway or whatever. But Yeah, um, for that I, reason, I, I did not pick up Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So. I had the opportunity. I passed. Yeah, because who knows? He might even be still – is he possibly facing a suspension because of that still? Are they negotiating that? or? I have no idea. Yeah, because I know the Browns picked him up, and I'm just I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. I also have James White as running back position. Okay, with the Patriots, he's he's a good two way guy. So run, he'll receive. Right. So that's that's good. My wide receivers. This is also interesting. My top guy, Tyreek Hill. Yes, I'm excited to see how he does. He may, he may be on the Chiefs. He may be a rival, but dang, if he's not one of the best receivers oh, in the league, my, he is fast, and he's got Patrick Mahomes to th- throwing throwing to him. Yep. I can't wait. I think that's going to be a solid pick. I also have Tyler Lockett. Okay. Who's with the Seahawks. He should be a a solid choice for Mm. Russell Wilson. And if he's not, I also picked up the rookie, DK Metcalf. Yeah. Which, this guy is a beast. Yes, he He, is. We talked about it earlier. This guy makes uh, Calvin Johnson look small. Yeah. Like, he's ripped. He's huge. (laughs) So, I don't know if both of them could be productive. That would be great. If one or the other is productive... Fine, I got both of them. I'll I'll adapt yeah, from there. Switching I out. feel okay about that. Uh, let's see. I also have Calvin Ridley. Oh yes, with the, the Falcons. Yeah, solid. It, I mean, shoot, him and Julio Jones honestly could be split in fifty fifty. If he's, I yeah. mean, Julio Jones would probably still be the number one slightly, but Calvin Ridley had a breakout season last year, so I think he could still be solid. Yeah, and then uh, talk about another risk. I I picked up Larry Fitzgerald. Well, you know, hey, for for him, I think. Him and Tom, I guess. Agent nothing but a number because they're still they're still playing good. So. Yeah, I hope I hope the best for him. And he's got Kyler Murray throwing to him, so we'll see if Kyler Murray can hang in there. Maybe Larry Fitzgerald will too. Mm. Uh, let's see. So that's that's my biggest players. I got. I don't know how to pronounce that. The tight end for the Browns, Joku or something like that. Oh yeah, and Joku. I, I yeah. think he was doing solid. He was pretty solid last yeah. season, and now Baker Mayfield's going to be entering his second season, and I hope. You know, like we've said before, the Browns are the most exciting team in yeah, the there's NFL. There's a lot right of hype now. going around about them. So, because mostly because we don't know, we don't really know what's going to happen. Right. There's a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it's going to pay off for me. I got a. I also picked up the Browns defense just for fun. Oh, in Later rounds, but my 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 good defense hopefully should be the Patriots. Okay. And uh, they're not the most impressive thing all the way around, but year after year they're top ten. So, right. Fantasy wise. Yeah. Fantasy wise. So I'm going to rely on them pretty heavily. What do you think of my team? So let's see. I Like you you already kind of know and you're aware of, I definitely think your running back positions has a, it has a potential for a high payout. But, man, if those things don't come through with Leonard Fournette not being injury prone and Gordon not signing with the Chargers, uh, technically that doesn't mean he can't sign with another team. But even still, it's just if something doesn't develop there, then – Sad to say, those could be a bust. Yeah. But why, I think your wide receiver core is pretty solid all around. And even with your with your QBs, still pretty solid. I wouldn't say they're the best quarterbacks out of the league. I got but, Tom Brady. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah, whatever. But and, and I'm not just being biased because I, I don't. Know, I know, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I'm just clarifying for the listeners. I don't want them to think, oh, he hates Tom Brady. I want them to gonna, think that. Yeah, well, and they probably already do. That's why I'm trying to plead my case here. 
I don't think Tom Brady is the worst quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think he's the greatest either. Okay. I'm just saying that to get it out there. Um, but even that being said, he's still, I'd still give him an, an A minus for your quarterbacks. Trubisky, yeah. Trubisky's probably the, the B that's kind of way, like if, if I'm looking at both quarterbacks and how they grade together, Trubisky would be a little, a little on the low end, Tom Brady on the little bit of a high end. And so they balance out to, like I said, about an A minus B plus range for quarterbacks. Yeah. So, and I added Tom Brady mostly for sentimental reasons. Right. My first like five seasons in a row, mm-hmm. I had Tom Brady as my quarterback. You did. I, I knew every year we knew Luke was going for and Tom then Brady. People messed it up for me and started taking him. It's okay. Just, just breathe. But now I got him again. Yes, so whatever him. happens this season, at least I've got Tom Brady. Now, how, how silly are you going to feel, though, if he gets injured first week? <laughs> I'm not going to feel silly. I'm going to feel sad. Just let down. I just want to watch him play. Yeah. He's my guy. <sighs> but let's see. So we went over wide receivers, running back, the high-risk potential there. Uh, quarterback, solid. Uh, defense, maybe just the Browns, probably your one weak side. I don't. Yeah. Uh, that, that was that was super late. I figured the Browns are interesting. Let's did anybody pick up the the Falcons or the Saints? I know they could be pretty high. Potential somebody got the Saints. Somebody. I don't know about the Falcons though, because I know both of them. I I know Ooh. The, the Falcons defense. Yeah, yeah. The Falcons. I might have to look into that. I forgot I, about that rookie. The guy who got rookie of the year. What was his mm-hmm. name? Uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I'm, yeah. I'm See, gonna you can get on me for the actors' yeah. names. You don't know the player either. <laughs> I'll go ahead and look into that before we release this episode. But yeah, so yeah, there's. I know last season the Falcons had a lot of injuries that kind of screwed over their defense, and I would like to think and hope that it was because of these injuries that with the defense getting just beat up so much by other offenses and whatnot when they were playing their games, uh, therefore their offense had to be on the field and really try to make up points, getting getting like these holes and stuff. Um, Hopefully, with a healthy team, they can be solid. I know for me, uh, a couple seasons back, I actually had the Falcons and the Saints defense, and they would get numbers, man. They would get interceptions. They were getting sacks. They were just phenomenal uh, for uh, for points in fantasy league. So I think they definitely have a high potential, especially if, like I said, the team can stay healthy and they don't have to worry about so many injuries. Honestly, um, the top defense fantasy-wise is always a different team. Mm-hmm. And I've been pretty good in the last few years of picking them up. Right. So these are kind of placeholders until I find the good one. Yeah, that, that makes sense because typically, I know I know for me personally, I don't know about you people at home if you do play fantasy or not. You people. Uh, you, you people. Uh, but I know I know for me what I would usually do is uh, week, pretty much a week-by-week week study and just kind of look into things, look at matchups. Uh, and not that that's a specific, unique thing that only I do. But, I mean, I was dropping and picking up players left and right. I was constantly on top of things to make sure trade requests were going through or to, uh, waivers and whatnot, dropping and, and releasing, because I was just like, okay, this person's doing really good. I need to make sure I have them for this matchup. So Yeah, if there aren't tiers, you're not doing them right. Yeah. Uh, oh, who, so who did you get? Did you get a kicker? Yeah. Oh, who did fair, you get? Fair, Fairbairn? Fairbairn? Like Care Bear. <laughs> Care Bear. I, I think that's how you say it. It's Hermiger. F A I R B A I R N Fairbairn. I it I, sounds silly, but that's his no. It well, it's, I mean, it does sound a little silly, but it does sound like something I know too. But I just I can't quite place it. Uh, He's the kicker for the Texans. Okay. And similarly, here the top kicker in the league, fantasy wise, uh-huh. is always a different guy. Right. I haven't been so lucky with picking up kickers lat in the last few years, but this year's gonna be different. Yeah. Optimism. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's, let's see. If you don't mind, I was hoping, well, I guess, never mind. You wanted to save that till the end. Uh, Yeah. We're going to talk about why Marlon Mack is going to be such 
such a wild card here uh-huh why he's gonna be getting more work yeah so stay tuned till the end yeah i uh if, yeah if you don't already know spoiler alert but uh no so i i think uh, after your fantasy league i think we can dive into some more fun issues uh, sadly again Antonio Brown apparently filed another grievance about the helmet issues. And I don't know if he tried to work. You gotta be kidding me. He tried to work another angle about it and he got denied again. Antonio, stop doing this. It's it's not going through. It's a league wide thing. Just stop complaining about it. Just deal with it. Put on the helmet and get on the field. Do your job. Yeah. Uh, Man. But (laughs) then, okay, on another fun note, uh, a a little more ridiculous even than in even more so than Antonio Brown's helmet requests over and over again. Apparently Madden messed up with Christian McCaffrey, the running back of the Panthers. They made him black. (laughs) (laughs) What? Dude, I'm not joking. If you go to the Panthers Instagram page and everything, and even other, uh, either other, other pages too, they, they made his character black in the game. And no way folks, if you don't know, he's a white running back and, it's so hilarious because he had fun with it. He saw the post come out. He saw that his character was black and somebody, somebody I think tweeted out saying what, what's wrong with this picture showing the running back player and everything. And Christian McCaffrey commented on it saying, Oh, I don't wear hand warmers on my uh, belt loop or whatever he said, like what he, what he wears around his waist. <laughs> and so it's just, it's funny, but Madden, how do you mess that up? I know your game's already full of other... They just assumed all running backs are black. Apparently, that's literally what happened. And it's just like, you guys have a job to go out there and rate these players. How do you not know the skin color of a guy? (laughs) Yeah, either that or you you just say, kudos to you, Christian McCaffrey. You convinced him you're a black man. He's he's part of the club now, man. Lucky him. But it's just like... If there was ever a black card given to anybody, that's got to be... He got it, yeah. Yeah. He... Shoot, Madden flat out said he was, so he's, he's got the card, man. But it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, the, the Madden games are already bad enough with all the glitches where I've seen clips of literally balls being thrown and balls just landing on helmets, and somehow it's people are still running down for touchdowns and everything. I don't. Oh, the Madden glitches are the best. They the best and the worst. I don't get how this game gets put out every <laughs> year and just. I feel like at this point they're probably just putting glitches into the game for the sake of having glitches in the game. It, how do you mess up this bad? I don't know. Ugh. It's it's EA. Did, but yeah. you guys made good games. Sponsor us. Yeah, that will not. <laughs> comment. <laughs> I like the NFL. I don't know if I necessarily care for EA games. Yeah, Pay to play, guys. Don't sponsor us. We don't need pity money. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway, well, that was weird. My glasses just grinded up against the uh, speaker here. Your glasses are grinding against but, the speaker? Well, yeah, I literally That's turned gross. And They grind in sun. <laughs> they need to learn their manners. <sighs> but yeah, so sadly enough, uh, let's see. So now going into a little more serious notes and then we'll we'll keep moving down into like the bigger issues here already preseason is not over with but two notable injuries uh panthers we we're just talking about you so you're first up on the chopping block here uh-oh cam newton he was seen leaving the patriots preseason game with a boot on one of his feet dang not a so, not a stylish kind of boot no not a stylish i know he gets these outrageous outfits when he's doing interviews and showing up to games and stuff but no he had a boot on leaving the game for from preseason and it oh man i it, it's it, it's heartbreaking i heart heartbreaking heartbreaking wow. it's heartbreaking i i love cam newton i i think i i think he is an underrated quarterback i know he has his on and off seasons but this kid has potential. I know he's he's one of the best rushing quarterbacks. Um, he he holds the record for the most rushing touchdowns. 
But in just to be completely unbiased here, it seems like when if his team's down in a game, he does not seem to ever have the spirit to kind of pull him back out. Yeah, he just kind of slumps there on the bench and just throws a towel over his head. Mm, whatever, we're losing. It's Bit of a whiny face. Yeah, and I. But again, it's, it's like when he's on fire, he's on fire. He like he puts up numbers like crazy. Gets touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, uh, passing whatever. He can he can put on a show for people. He's got emotion and, turned up to ten. Yeah, and so it's just like I I wish he would channel it more to try to uh you know lead his team to a comeback instead of uh, slumping on the sidelines kind of thing. But regardless of all that, it just sucks to see that again. A start, your starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers is injured, um, and I believe that they said they were cautiously optimistic that he'll even start Week One. Cautiously it's, optimistic. Yeah, so it's probably not going to happen, and it sucks. Uh, I know a lot of coaches have talked about preseason stuff and how they don't like it because it does put players at risk like this. And if you're going to lose a player, you'd want it to be during a regular season game where it uh, matters. Uh, not necessarily that you want to lose a player in general, but why would you want to lose it during a game that doesn't matter at all? When you know you have your starting quarterback, your starting lineup, it's just, it, it sucks. Right. Um, and then the other uh, notable injury that uh, is, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disheartening. Uh, uh, sad for the Texans, uh, Houston Texans. You guys lost running back Lamar Miller uh, with an ACL injury, it looks Dang. like. Um, yeah, and he was, I th- pr- believe he was doing pretty solid last year too. Um, him and Deshaun Watson uh, helping each other out on, yeah, on the offense. Yeah, so, uh, best wishes, uh, quick recovery. Um, hope you don't, I, I know probably the season's maybe not in the cards for you, but, uh, again, hopefully you can uh, heal up quick. Uh, and Texans, hopefully you can find something to kind of fill on that gap right now. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be pretty rough. Like that's his career. If I get injured, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about somebody. Right. Not, I don't have to worry about my job. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's, yeah. that's got to be rough, sitting on the sideline knowing you can't do anything for the next year. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, man. There's a lot riding on it, and just, you know, you, when something like this happens, it always sucks to see, and like I said, let alone in preseason games where it's not even that, not your record doesn't even matter at that point. It's just scrimmaging, you know? You might as well be having a practice game with, with your own team kind of thing. Um, but speaking of running backs, uh, we talked a little bit about Melvin Gordon. Uh, still no progress there as far as the car- Chargers making a contract with him. <sighs> but on the other end of things, on the NFC side, Ezekiel Elliott still has not confirmed or uh, uh, signed with the, the Cowboys. That's going to be awkward. I've, dude, I've been seeing articles posted recently as to, you know, between 6 and 20 hours ago or just a full day. Uh, so, like I said, we're recording this Sunday. A Saturday article is coming out where they have they offered him a contract that would make him the second highest paid running back in the NFL. And he rejected it. He said no. Who's the first highest? I don't. I don't even know. Is it Gurley? I, I don't I th- know. I think it was either him or I don't know because I don't know who else would, would be the highest paid. I definitely don't think. I don't think it's anyone with. Uh, I, well, no, for sure it's not anyone with the Chargers. Right. Um. You know, we don't have the bank for that. But um, I would have to think it was Gurley just being the other LA team. Like I think they have a big enough bank and backing to where they could pay people that much right so i, I do want to i do think it was Gurley who got the highest paid uh don't quote me on that unless you confirm it yourself but either way they offered him this huge contract and he said no um i don't know the exact money amount but even still uh i i think it's ridiculous uh, it really is at this point um i was uh, listening to another another commentator uh, i'm trying to remember what his his name was or uh, his his podcast i saw like a clip from it on facebook 
And he was bringing up a pretty good point that I think bears mentioning is uh, last year when uh, Gor- uh, not Gordon uh, Ezekiel Elliott was in the the proceedings with facing a six game suspension and how Jerry Jones went to bat for him uh, after his incident. I don't know if it was a hit and run or whatever happened off the field to where he was, like I said, facing the six game suspension. It, it was a domestic abuse. Domestic issue. abuse. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was, he, he was facing suspension for that. Jerry Jones went to bat for him, tried to like stand up to his character and like, you know, really back him, help him out in a situation, even went so far as to like challenge the commissioner himself on, uh, on certain issues. And, uh, I don't know, maybe having him re- reduced less for a, for a less of a suspension, other stuff like that. But he was going to war f- for Ezekiel Elliott on his behalf. And, you know, fast forward to today, you have Ezekiel Elliott, who is still two years under contract, trying to say you need to pay me more, more money after Jerry Jones, your team owner went to bat for you and did everything in, in his power to save you and your, and your career with the NFL. And you're essentially spitting in his face because he made a joking comment about, Oh, Zeke who or when uh, another broadcaster or interviewer had asked him when they were at a training camp interview. And it's just like, dude, what are you thinking that even in, and I'm not the only one who said this other commentators have talked about how this league is not necessarily made for running backs. It's made for yeah. quarterbacks and it's made for, made for wide receivers. Like with all the rules and regulations, like those are the blowout players. You can get anybody behind that behind an O line. If it's good enough, that running back will be a star player and you don't need to pay them as much there. They all come, you got to do is get four yards per carry and mm-hmm. you're going to be a good running back. Yeah. And it, it's sad. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from Ezekiel Elliott. The dude is good. He, he has good rushing yards. He has good rushing touchdowns. He knows how to like run through people and, and make plays, but him, he's asking way too much at this point, and I don't, I don't see any end in sight where this is going to be a, a good thing for him. Uh, I don't think um, Jerry Jones needs to pay him as, and even the, like I said, they went so far as to offer him the second highest running back contract, and he's like, nope, dude, you're still two years under contract. Finish that out first before you try negotiating. At least in Gordon's case, I believe his contract is up, so that's why he's trying to renegotiate with the Chargers because he has yeah. been beneficial to the team with Zeke. He's not even finished with that yet. And it's just like, dude, get your head out of your butt and realize that they just offered you big money and you'd rejected it. At this point, I would offer him less if I was Jerry Jones. Uh, just flat out, honestly. Again, if, if you've gone to bat for the guy and you've, you've tried to help him out in his hardship situations and he's just essentially spitting in your face, disregarding it, like, oh, whatever, I don't care. And you're trying to even still meet him halfway with offering him bigger contracts and he's still saying no. What is he expecting? He wants like $150 million like for three years or something? Dude, like, I don't know. Zeke is always like, feed me, feed me. Yeah. Well, little did the Cowboys know that he was talking about feed me solid gold. Yeah. He eats solid gold for breakfast. Yeah, and it's just, uh, like I said, these are recent reports saying he's still not showing up for practice. You know, he's been seen on planes going to Cabo, and he's, like, like I said, turning down these contracts where it's just multi-million dollars, second highest running back in the NFL. That's crazy. It's, I just I don't I don't get any more. I, I, he needs to, like I said, either pull his head out of his butt or find another league to play in. Because he, I don't think if if the if the Cowboys, the the biggest franchise money wise in, in in all of sports, they're saying we're not going to pay you that much money. Where, where does he expect to get signed from? I don't know. He he should be worried because the Cowboys have a rookie that's really doing well. They're comparing him to Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his name is Tony Pollard. Okay. Pollard. Oh, yeah. I think I remember someone talking about him in the draft when we were there earlier. Yeah, but he's been tearing it up this preseason. Mm. And 
I don't know. The Steelers let Le'Veon Bell go because James Conner was doing just fine. Yeah. So Ezekiel Elliott, watch out. Yep. There's <laughs> another guy who can take your job. Yep. And yep. if you're just going to give it up like that, he's going to take it. You never know what he's going to do. Right. And that's why I don't get it. Like, and like I said, the league's not made for uh, you know running backs to be the highest paid position. It's your you you guys come a dime a dozen. And like I said, it, not that he doesn't have some talent of his own, but it's like, dude, you really got to think about what you're structuring right now because you you have no ground really to try to even negotiate a new contract, let alone ask for give me the highest salary that any running backs ever seen in his life. Yeah, it's it's not in your cards, dude. Just humble yourself. <sighs> but crazy man, yeah, it's it's getting ridiculous. Um, and so lastly, uh, as we hinted at earlier, uh, and speaking speaking about humbling decisions, uh, it's a sad day for Colts fans. Yes. Yesterday, it was reported that Andrew Luck has finalized his decision on retiring from the NFL, and. As someone who's who watched his game, saw that amazing comeback in playoffs a few years back against the Chiefs, where they were down like forty-four to ten or whatever, and come yeah. back forty-five to forty-four to win it. Um, dude was an amazing quarterback. Can't say it enough. Uh, great, humble, humble dude. Uh, I remember seeing some of his highlights even today. Uh, some of the NFL Network uh, pages or whatever, uh, Sports Center and stuff, were sharing clip videos of him getting him him throwing passes and getting kind of hit in the process. And it was so crazy to see he would he'd get hit by these people tackled by him and just be like, oh, that was a good hit, buddy. Like it's complimenting the guys who were sacking yeah, him or t- yeah. tackling him down. And it's so crazy. He was he was essentially killing him with kindness sort of thing. And, uh, you know, but he, he would even say in some of the clips, he's like, oh, that was a good hit. He's like, oh, don't sweat it. You know, it's football, man. That's the game. And he was he loved it. And it was it was kind of a heartbreaking thing to hear. I remember in one of his uh, interviews when he confirmed that he was retiring, um, he mentioned, you know, like just having the worry and the caution of of you know thinking what injury is going to come next how am i going to get hurt has taken the love out of the game for him yeah and that's it's such a crazy statement to make and uh when you realize this guy he cared for the franchise he cared for football he loved football i can't imagine how difficult it was for him to come to that decision and you know best of luck in the future for for andrew luck it it sucks that i know some quarterbacks even romo i know he lasted a little longer in the league but same thing he kept having those collarbone shoulder injuries and just he wasn't being able to be healthy anymore so he knew he had to call it um and so again i hope andrew luck uh can you know find success elsewhere um like i said best of luck to him he's he was a great quarterback it was great to watch you play andrew um yeah best wishes i think you introduced us to our phrase of the week if you find us let us know the phrase of the week. It's going to be best of luck to Andrew Luck. Hey, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Best yeah. of luck to Andrew Luck. It rhymes. You yep. guys got this <laughs> for a full peanut M&M. Yes. Okay. But yeah, I, I know. He was he was my mom's favorite player. Yeah. She's a Charger fan too, but she knew she loved rooting for the Colts because of Andrew Luck. Yeah, the story behind that, we almost got my mom to fill in for fantasy football one year. We had like an odd number of players for a while, and we didn't know if we were going to be able to fill it. Right. So I told my mom, you got to help us out. We might need you to play. So she started studying, um, and she was going to pick Andrew Luck as her quarterback. Right, and that was last year? No, it was a few years ago. A few years ago, okay. Yeah, and ever since then, she's been following Andrew Luck. So I'm sure this is quite a blow for her as well. Mm. Um, So, yeah, we're going to miss you, Andrew Luck. We hope you have a a wonderful retirement. Yeah, and, you know, it was... I I, kind of sucks. I don't want to, like, dampen the... 
uh, the importance of Andrew Luck retiring. Um, but uh, it, it did suck to see because um, it was during the fourth preseason game or third preseason game, whichever just happened. Um, but uh, when when he was making his announcement and everything, as he was walking up the field, the Colts fans booed him. And that's shameful. It really is. I look Colts fans. I understand the season's right around the corner. You're about to start and you just lost your a great quarterback that had you guys in division championship uh, playoff contentions easily get into like divisional round ASU championship stuff. That's how good of a caliber quarterback Andrew Luck was. That being said, it's still no place for anyone to then boo a player who knows he has to make this hard, difficult decision because his health is at risk. He was getting injured almost, almost every season. And he yeah. just, it, some people, for whatever reason, they just aren't durable. I know we talked about it too, uh, um, with, you know, people going up for passes and even no contact injuries where their ACL or whatever, something gets torn and it's just they're for whatever reason, something happens. But this guy, he was, he would do what he could to stick it out for the team. And he tried, he'd, he'd have amazing years, amazing comebacks. And again, he showed nothing but love and support to the, the Colts franchise and for them to, to then return the favor to him by booing him out of the stadium, that's just disrespectful on a, another level. These are probably the same people who say that their employers don't give them enough sick days. <laughs> it's like Andrew Luck is like, it's compromising my health. And they're like, we don't care. Yeah. Get on the field. It's, uh, I can't believe it. Like, yeah, it was it's like, like, why? Like, the guy did so much for you guys. He gave you hope after Peyton Manning left. And, and he was a good guy. He was. He's, he's such a lovable dude. It's... Uh, like I said, I'm not even a, a, a necessarily a Colts fan, but I'm an Andrew Luck fan through uh, through and through. The guy was just an awesome quarterback to see play. Even if he beat beat the Chargers, I was like, well, okay, at least we lost to Andrew Luck. That guy's worth it, you know? But Yeah, it's one of those things where everything comes to an end. Andrew Luck's career as a football player, it's just, it happens. Yeah. And just like Andrew Luck, this podcast must now come to an end. Yes. We so. hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Feel free to contact us if there's anything you want us to talk about. We would love to get you guys involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd love to hear what topics you have. Maybe maybe it'll be something we're interested in. We can go on a crazy rant and debate about it for another 5, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll debate about anything. Anything. Give us anything. Um, but, yeah, so we look forward to talking to you guys next week, and we hope you enjoy. Yep. Bye. Bye. So, hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye.